Welcome to another episode of 65 and Counting. My name is Adam Fry. I'm your host and I'm a certified Medicare planner. I'm here to ask the important questions that you want answered by industry professionals. This shows for anyone and everyone coming up on that important milestone of 65 years old. That means retirement, it means Medicare eligibility, or it means that you're just plain interested in the world of retirement. On this show, you're going to hear from the people that know it best. Guys, as always, I am super excited about today's episode. So since last week, we've had a lot going on. In Las Vegas, we've been moving into our new office, and not only the new office, but the new studio. That's right. I'm coming to you live from our brand new studio in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, I'm very excited about today's episode. Today, we're going to do a newsletter reading. And if you listened to us last week, then you already heard the man that will read the newsletter. It's David Edge. He's the guy I interviewed last week, the advisor at American Retirement Advisors and fellow certified Medicare planner. He's going to sit down and read some articles from our newsletter that we've been publishing for many, many years. Um, It's always been available in a paper form, in a digital email, but now we've got it audio on our show, and we've also got a video version of it, and we'll show you where to get that. So without further ado... I'm excited to announce him and introduce him on our show. Here he is, David Edge. Hi, folks. It's David Edge. And today we're reading the American Retirement Advisor, edition for June 2020, volume 20, issue 6. Why am I me? To work or not to work? Sounds a tad Shakespearean, doesn't it? Reminds me of an old joke where it's Shakespeare's to be or not to be, or Frank Sinatra, to be, to be, to. Hmm, I think I got sidetracked there just for a minute. So, working or not working, that's the question. And whether you're working or not makes you, you. There's many a client meeting where the topic is, when can I stop working or when do I have enough? The answer is not blowing in the wind, my friend. It's about each of our personal wants, needs, or you're just simply ready to call it a day. Sometimes when making this decision about continuing to work, it's out of necessity. Your household budget still needs the income. Other times it's answering the question of, what the heck would I do all day long with myself if I didn't have somewhere to go? Other times the answer may be a combination of several of these factors. Over the years, I've gotten dozens of calls that start out with, David, I've been retired for several months now and I'm bored out of my mind. What do your other retired clients do to fill their time? Some of the conversations have a lot of humor in them while other folks are making a serious inquiry. One of my newer clients called me last year and asked this question. So I gave him a list of volunteer groups and other charity organizations that he could help with a few days a week, but that didn't interest him. I then asked the question that I save in reserve that makes people think. As a child, what was your passion? Did you have a hobby? What was your favorite thing to do? And in this case, he loved his toy trains. I suggested he go down and volunteer at our local train park. You know, where we live, we're lucky enough to have this park. It's full of retired trains, kiddie rides on small locomotives, on tracks running through the park, pavilions have for birthday parties. It even has a train store for hobbyists. I said, go down and see if they take volunteers, I suggested. A few months later, I got a call and it was Ben asking a financial question but he ended the call with a thank you for the great suggestion on the train park. Not only did he volunteer, 
he now works part-time and actually gets paid to do something he loves. He rediscovered his passion. Another client loved her bicycle and got a part-time job at a bicycle shop. Another client loved sewing as a child and went to work at the hobby store in the cloth and sewing supplies department. Point is, they found something they enjoyed doing and not just to make a paycheck. So, to work or not to work is a personal decision and maybe an opportunity to rediscover your long-lost passion for your childhood. And maybe it might just be part-time or a few days a week, but it gives you something to do. So, what was your passion? Is it time for you to volunteer? Whatever your decision, it'll make you, you. So not only was that David Edge reading that article for you, but he actually wrote that too. He's been writing the Why Am I Me column for years, and I love reading it every month. So this next one is a success story article. You know how much we love our success stories here at American Retirement Advisors. So go ahead and take a listen. And this particular story is success story of the month. It's entitled, Switch Please. We get this question of switching from plan to plan on a regular basis, especially with folks that develop insulin dependency. Gordon has been our client for years and he called one day out of the blue with a big question. He had developed insulin dependent diabetes and his co-pays on his current Medicare Advantage plan were awfully expensive the insulin quick pens he wanted to use. He first wanted to know if he could switch to a Medicare Medigap, a supplement plan, with a Part D drug plan. I reminded him that he cannot switch to a Medicare Medigap if he has a permanent chronic condition. Well then, what are my options? He asked. If an individual develops a permanent insulin dependency, they can then make a switch to a Medicare Advantage Special Needs Plan. These are referred to as SNPs or SNPs. And you can do that the very next month. These plans are not offered by every single carrier in every single market. After reviewing all available plan options, we found a Medicare Advantage SNP plan that offered a zero copay for diabetic supplies and had only a $9 copay for his insulin pens. Gordon could not believe the difference in the benefits of the new Medicare Advantage SNP plan versus the Medicare Advantage plan he was currently enrolled in. We explained that all Advantage plans are not the same. This is exactly why you should shop plans every annual election period from October 15th through December 7th with your new plan starting January 1st every single year. Gordon was a bit ecstatic when he saw his copay for his insulin pens was going to drop from $69 to only $9 and his diabetic supplies were at no copay. The other benefit was that this new SNP plan also assigned Gordon to his very own diabetic specialist to work in concert with his primary care doctor. Keep in mind that these Medicare Advantage S&P plans are not available in every county across the U.S. Some Advantage plans cover hearing aids, some cover dental, some offer pickup service to take you to your doctor's appointment if you can't drive, some offer paying for glasses, etc., etc., etc. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are created equal. It is up to you, the consumer, to choose. And oh, by the way, hmm. There are 56 Medicare Advantage plans to compare in Maricopa County alone. Wow, glad to hear that you got all that help, Gordon. Um, that's our success story. We'll have one of those every month. And uh, this next one is very important. It's a very important article. This is the health tip from Sharon Groves. If you remember, Sharon was actually on the show a couple weeks ago. This is an article written just by her. 
This next article is entitled, Stay at Home, by Sharon Colbert Groves, one of our other advisors. I hope as you read this that you and your families are well. As we are all aware, this virus and our isolation is unprecedented in our American history. We are all lonely or depressed at some level, especially if we're living alone. We all are needing that physical touch, handshake, or a hug. Now that we cannot physically touch, it's our voices that are rays of sunshine and medicine to others. Let them be kind. Let them be sincere. I have lived in the same house in the same neighborhood since 1996. I have seen neighbors move in and out. However, I can now say I know the names of all the children and their dogs in my area. I'm an early riser, about 5.30 a.m. I, I take in my patio chair to the front yard of my house and drink my coffee. It is wonderful how many people wave, say hello, or just stop by and chat, keeping social distances. This has not happened before. Maybe we all see how truly valuable it is to even say a simple hello and a smile. It seems everyone cares and takes time to care and socialize like never before. Kind of reminds you of the front porches back in the 50s and 60s. There was an art to our conversations as we visited across those porches. Neighbors stop and ask if I have enough TP or need anything. Amazing. I only clean out my closets, drawers, and alphabetize my spices so many times. I'm on my second go-around in case I miss some junk to throw out. I've washed my car four times now, even though it's always been in my garage. I'm trying my best to stay safe, not only for myself, but for everyone else out there. I do wear my mask and gloves when out in public, like going to the grocery store. My mom would be happy about the gloves things, as everyone wore them in the church or whenever we would go out. Anyone remember? I sanitize and wash my hands frequently, and I don't touch my face when out in public. It does seem like my face starts itching no matter what. I find I'm riding my bicycle and going for more walks, which I believe we are all doing. I've rediscovered star-studded night skies and soft evening breezes. But seriously, we all have many friends and family we are including in our daily prayers as well as doctors, nurses, first responders. We at American Retirement Advisors sincerely hope that you and your loved ones are well. This is a storm we're all facing. We can only get through it together. Be safe, be well. As always, great article by Sharon Groves. So this next article is very, uh, very important to me. This is the financial tip. It's actually written by my father and advisor and certified Medicare planner, Mark Fry. And if you like what you hear right now, or if you like what you read in that newsletter, he is going to be on the show in just two weeks. Very excited about that interview coming up. So here's a little bit of a taste of what Mark has to say. Our next article is a financial tip of the month by Mark Fry. He's our advisor in Las Vegas. This month, I would like to talk about the elephant in the room, the nation's black swan event. Well, really, the world's black swan event. In the past, we've almost always been able to point to something we as humans did to mess up the stock market. World wars, dot-com bubble, bad loans, and derivatives causing the simultaneous crash of the housing and stock markets, among other things. This time, we can point to a pandemic. When the world shuts down, for the most part, revenue and profits shut down too. We have never shut down the United States before. This is truly a first. How do you prepare for something that has never happened before? Well, our clients were set up not to lose their nest egg. We almost always have at least half of our clients' assets and guaranteed accounts that make a reasonable rate of return and can participate in market-like gains 
but protect your hard-earned money from loss. Some of these accounts do not even have fees. The other half of your portfolio is likely to be in the market directly, but not typically in the broad stock market. We will mitigate risk by selecting specific sectors as a hedge on world events and domestic issues. We've learned a few things from this event and are repositioning some assets to give our clients even greater protection should this happen again. Our financial planning team has been getting a lot of phone calls from our clients thanking them for having their back and giving us words of encouragement. Words that were greatly appreciated. We've also been getting a lot of very appreciated referrals from you, our clients. Folks are calling and asking us how we can protect them the way that we protected their friend. For those of you that have decided to extend your furlough into full retirement, we are happy to review your 401ks and pensions to see if they position their position safely. So, this month's financial tip is more of a thank you note to our clients. Thank you for your understanding. Thank you for your praise. Thank you for your encouragement. Great article. That was really compelling stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed listening to that and reading it earlier in the month when the newsletter came out. So next up, we have the Medicare moment. This is an important one to listen to, everyone. This is where you're going to learn new things about Medicare. Medicare is always changing, and we've always got up-to-date articles letting you know the newest things and the most relevant things to what's going on in the world right now. Our next one's a good, important one. It's called the Medicare Moment. This month is by Tammy Simler, one of our one of our advisors here in Arizona, and it's titled COVID Benefits. So, times are crazy. I think most of us would agree that we would like a do-over for 2020. People are stressed out worrying not only about catching the virus, but worrying about going to the doctor for any care and potentially being exposed to the virus, along with fears over suffering financially if we do not need the coronavirus treatment. My advice to you, take a deep, calming breath with a mask on, of course. Then go to your Medicare Advantage Plan's website to review what they are doing to help you during this pandemic. If you don't have access to a computer, call the member services number on your ID card and ask them what special provisions they are offering during this time. Many plans have added or expanded telehealth services so you can visit with a physician from the comfort of your couch. Most plans are waiving the cost sharing for coronavirus testing and treatment. So stop worrying about the medical bills associated with a long hospital stay due to the virus. Some plans are waiving co-pays for all primary care, specialists, telehealth, and behavioral health visits, even if they're not coronavirus related. Many plans have added or expanded transportation benefits along with allowing early prescription refills and waivers of prior authorization requirements. If your plan includes a fitness benefit like Silver and Fit or Silver Sneakers, for example, they may be offering home fitness options during this time. I hear Silver and Fit is providing Fitbits no cost. Health plans can also provide information to you on drive-through testing locations in your area. They're there to help. Special note, make sure you are talking to the member services department and not an internal salesperson. A salesperson may not try may try to change you to a different plan. Please do not do this as they do not understand your situation like we do. Please be assured that we have enrolled you in the plan that is most appropriate for your needs. If you have original Medicare and a Medicare supplement, Medicare has expanded its coverage of telehealth and is waiving costs associated with those visits as well as for coronavirus testing. In addition, Medicare does cover FDA-approved 
COVID-19 antibody test. As always, we will get through this together. Really great stuff written by Tammy Samler. Tammy's going to be on the show in a few weeks. You can hear my interview with her. She's a certified Medicare planner over at American Retirement Advisors, and she's always standing by to help. So next up, we've got an article by our CEO, David Schaefer, CEO of American Retirement Advisors. David was on our show. He was actually on our first episode, if you remember that interview. Here he is with a piece about change. So let's take a listen. Chains is a Certainty by David P. Schaefer. We're in a different world because the world we live in is always changing. What we are going through as a planet, we'll get through. Agendas will be pushed from the left and the right as they always have been. We will see the same things in the news as we always have in the past. Some things are different. Folks that have been tech adverse are finally turning on their computers and tablets, learning how to click to attend a video chat. Folks are buying groceries online. Shopping via Etsy for local made crafts and necessities has never been more popular. A primary care doctor visit is only available via telemedicine. Meetings with your financial professional are online only. Buying a car has never been more convenient with dealers coming to the house with the car of your choice. Now, I'm not talking about fancy cars. All dealers have home delivery and test drives. Innovation is happening. Transforming how we do our everyday activities is evolving. Schools adapted quickly, providing every kid with tablets and laptops in many school districts. The cell phone services gave unlimited cellular Wi-Fi to help as well. Kids can participate in school, socialize, and learn from home. Or what if their parents were able to take an RV trip for a month and see the national parks, and the kids could keep up with their studies and classmates virtually? What if the parents were fortunate enough to work remotely and explore America? In many cases, this is a new reality. Change happens. How will you participate? National political conventions are soon to happen. It is highly likely that there will be digital experience. If done well, attendance and participation may be higher than ever before in the history for many reasons, but a digital experience is open to everyone, not just the fortunate few that can travel to a specific location and pay a ton of money to cover the expenses. Our business has been limited by time and distance in the past for over 100 years, not by us, but by our clients. This pandemic has forced people to expand their normal comfort zones and explore and expand the possibilities. I look forward to the new normal and the opportunities to connect with people all over our great country as we move forward. I look forward to guiding our companies toward our new motto, people helping people in a digital world. Very insightful article. And remember, no matter what changes come, American Retirement Advisors is still here for you. So we're going to go ahead and have David read our last article. It's an article by him, and uh, it's called It's a Dry Heat. So let's hear a little bit about this dry heat that's coming in. And our next article on the cover is, but it's a dry heat. Okay, all together now. Let's get it out of our systems because it's that time of year in the desert that we all say, but it's a dry heat. Hmm. In our desert, we're thankful that during this past winter and spring, we had cool temperatures and we had exceptionally good rain during the winter. But now it's summer and, well, it's that time of year we go from our air-conditioned homes to our air-conditioned cars to our air-conditioned grocery stores. 
Thank goodness for air conditioning. So exactly where did this air conditioning come from? Who, where, when? Well, all the way back to 1851, Dr. John Gorey thought that heat was the cause for many evil diseases, and he wanted to cool down not only hospitals, but entire cities. Knowing the expense to ship ice would be too expensive, he built the first practical air conditioner, AC unit. He never patented his device, but he is credited with laying the groundwork for modern air conditioning. In 1902, a young engineer named Willis H. Carrier was trying to solve a problem for a printing plant. During the hot, humid summers, their printing would wrinkle, and to control the humidity in the plant, he invented the first water-cooled AC. In 1947, engineer Henry Galson created the first practical home air conditioning unit, and by the 1960s, AC units were standard to most new homes in America, and we saw a surge of growth in hot states like Florida and Arizona, so folks could withstand the hot or humid summers. So, next time you're standing out in the 115 or 120 degree heat, step into the nice cool AC and tip your hat and say a thank you to Messrs. Gorey, Carrier, and Galston. Hmm, you know it was 101 today. I wonder what my thermostat's set at. David better go run and check his thermostat. I know mine's set a little bit low. Um, that's it. That's the newsletter, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we've got a very special episode coming up. That success story that you heard a few articles ago, we're going to get more into depth about that. We're going to teach you some facts about um, what the situation Gordon experienced was. And uh, the week after that, it'll be our interview with Mark Fry. He's my father and our Las Vegas certified Medicare planner. So you might even get to meet with him. Um, and then we have one more special episode coming up after that. That is our educational spotlight where I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about original Medicare. I'm going to teach you the ins and outs, where it came from, what it does, and what people do with it. So that's it. That's all we've got for today, folks. Um, I can't wait to deliver you a new episode next week on Monday. Please don't forget, if you haven't already, to subscribe to this show. Click like, follow us, um, and tell your friends. So that's all. You guys have a great week.